Hilchis Shreinim Perik Yidbez Alacha Aleph. This Perik talks about the famous concept we'll, we'll refer to, we'll come to it soon as Bar Metzvah, but Alacha Aleph. Bar what? Bar Metzvah. It's a term we'll come across in, uh, shortly. Ha'achan and brothers or partners, Shabo Lachlikasasad, they came to divide the field. The brothers inherited from the father, they're going to divide it. The partners are splitting their partnership up, they're going to break up the business. Each one's going to take a portion. Let's say if it's two partners, they each take 50%. Or if the partnership was 75-25, whatever it is. If the entire field was equal quality, there's no better or, or, or inferior location based on the soil quality, based on um, <clears throat> when it's near. It's all the same. You, you um, divide it simply based on the measurement alone. So based on the, the, the square footage, if you will, that's how you divide the field because it's all, it's all the same. And uh, who gets which side? That's something that they could agree upon, or they would make a girl, as we see, a lottery perhaps. If one of them, however, says, I want this side of the field, because I have another field bordering on that side. So, for example, this guy has a field he's a partner in, or he's a f- his own field next to the field uh, that they're, that they're partners in. So, on the east side of the partnership field, he has his own private field. He says, if we're dividing the field in half and we're splitting it, give me the field, the side that's going to be the half on the east. So it should be all my fields together in one, you know, one large field. Should be one large field. That's a legitimate and You force the other partner to agree. Because if you don't agree to this, if you, if you fight him on that, that's what's called the, 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 the caricature of Sudan. Just simply, uh, where one person has nothing to gain or lose, the other person has something to gain. So then why not give it to him? For, the per- for, for this person, east and west is the same. For the other person, east is better. So if, if, it's east, if, if it, east is better, and for him it's all the same, give him the east side. If, however, there were different parts of the field and there were, they were better or, or than the other parts. Or, or, or let's say, for example, so one part was, was superior soil quality, or one part was better because it was closer to the river. It's more irrigated, easier to water your crops. I call it Derech, it's closer to the road. So if you're selling produce, it's easier to find customers or it's easier to transport them. And because of that, they evaluate the good quality soil for the bad quality soil. So for example, dividing the field in half and it's worth $1,000, each of us gets $500 worth of the field. But my $500 might be as small than your size because the fact that it's worth closer to the road makes it more valuable. But however it is, the point is that you divide the field in a way where it's not identical. You have to sort of make, it, make a cheshben. How do we divide it and make it, you know, uh, uh, evaluate make the value the based... Value equal. Exactly, based on the, uh, the proximity to these things. Mm-hmm. In that case, the guys, listen, my field, I have a private field on the east. I want the side on the east that's larger and farther from the road. Or that's smaller but closer to the road. Ain't shamely in that case, you don't automatically give it to him for just for that reason. If the other guy doesn't agree, he has the right to say, no, I want to do it by lottery. The Ram doesn't tell us how to do a lottery properly. I'm not sure what the procedure is. Perhaps you put, you know, his name and his name in this bucket. The other bucket you put east and west and you pick the two out, to, each one picks it out, however that works, you know. Uh, but in any event, you make a lottery and whichever way it is. So let's say this guy says, I want the east side because it's close to my field, even though it's smaller. Uh... And the guy says, no, I want the east side because it's close to the road, even though it's smaller. So then, you know, in that case, they have to make a lottery. Amalahem, if one of them says, Tanu li, and the question is, do you have these words over here, or is it just Tanu li chatsi midasa? In any event, it's, it's, it's the same thing. He says, give me the half of the value, minat um, 
So if he says like this, let's divide the field in half. Uh, so I think shot over here is let's divide the field in half based on square footage. One has a lower quality. And I want the side next to my field. Or, or whichever, I'll, I'll take the inferior one and you take the superior side. So it should be close to my, close to my, uh, my field. So um, he says, listen, on the east side, um, instead of giving me a smaller portion, so for example, the guy, the guy says, I want the, the one on the east side and because uh, next to my field. And, and, um, and uh, it's inferior quality. Yeah, it's inferior quality. So, so we can divide the field in half by square footage. The half I'm going to get is worth less than your half. Either because it's inferior quality the soil quality or it's, or, it's, or it's farther from the road. But I want that half. For me, it's fine. I'll take that loss. I'll take the hit because I want it near my field. In that case, Hermes is going to We listen to him. And that's what I agree to. It's appropriate to rule in that manner. So when we're dividing the field $500 each, in terms of value, but the size difference, because the smaller side is worth more, because the soil, the soil quality is better, it's closer to the river, it's closer to the road, and then we're fighting over who gets which side. Now, I want my side because it's close to my field. You could say, no, I want that side because it's better because it's close to the road, it's better quality. I don't, want the, I don't want the large inferior side, I want the smaller superior side, even though monetary-wise it's the same. But if I'm willing to take a hit, and I'm going to say, let's divide it in half, I'll take the side that's worth less monetary-wise, because I want it to be next to my field, then in that yeah, case, he's, he's, he has the right to demand that. Base. Let's remember that in Teiro, when you have a firstborn son, he gets a double of everyone else. Oh. So if there's nine boys, you divide the property and the state in ten parts. The Bechur gets two of the ten parts. Mm-hmm. All the other eight people get one of the ten parts. Mm-hmm. So he would get... Uh, two, two portion. He would get a double portion. In this case, two out of ten, which is a fifth. Right, which is twenty percent. Everyone else only gets uh, 10%. ten percent. So when the bechur gets his portion, so dividing it this way, he takes him all as one large portion simultaneously. Even if in the event that that that, um, that you, you don't have a situation where everything is equal value. In other words, when we divide the property in this example into ten portions. We don't do it 10 separate portions and then divide it by lottery and the, and the firstborn make it two portions that are far from each other. We do, do it in a way where we have, to, we have to, we divide it basically in nine portions for the nine brothers. One of those nine portions is going to be double the value of, 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 the, of the other ones. So that's 11. No, because it's nine portions. Plus two. No, 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 it's nine portions. All the portions, let's say, let's say they say it's worth $1,000. Mm-hmm. So you divide into nine portions. Each portion is worth $100, except for one of them, which is worth $200. Mm-hmm. That portion is worth $200. So the Bechur, we make it one large portion. Okay. We don't do it in two separate areas. Okay. Um, if, however, the situation is such, right? That the, the, uh, the, uh, you, have, you, have, you have, let's say, you have nine brothers. And let's say there's no Bechur, because the oldest is a girl, for example. Okay, or the, or the oldest son was born to a C-section, or whatever. In any event, you have nine brothers, and one of the brothers died uh, without children. 
So another one of the brothers did Yibum, which means he marries the sister-in-law, the widow. Now the halach is, is that when, you, when, when the father of these brothers pass away, the brother who, who theoretically would be alive still, who would inherit, his portion is set aside for him as well, except that his, his, uh, his, his brother, uh, now the wife of his widow, is the one who gets, it, who gets that portion. So you would take this estate, okay. of the nine brothers, divide it into, excuse me, let's say, let's, uh, let's say, let's say there were 10 brothers, one died. You divide the estate into 10 portions, uh, two of them go to the brother who married. He gets his own portion plus his, his de- dead brother's portion. The other get one portion each. So in that case, after the father dies, the brother's dividing up the portion and this one person who got the... Uh, is getting double. He takes his portion and the portion of his dead brother by lottery. He doesn't get a guarantee of like, 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 like the firstborn son would... Of, of a double size of one double size portion if lottery gives him the two together touching fine if it's two opposite sides of the field although that, that, that's fine as it is he doesn't have the right to demand that he gets one portion okay of course the brothers can give it to him but he doesn't he can't demand it it's Merubas if there's a square property okay you have a river on the east and on the north and a, and a road on the south and on the west now, each one claims he wants, maybe, maybe, again, obviously, if both of them agree who gets what, there's no problem. The problem is each one says, I want the side closer to the river. Or each one says, I want the side closer to the road. So what do you do? So, diagonal. So you do it, you do it diagonally, right. So, you diagonally in a way that on, each person has has on one's this triangle field let's say for example if um, yeah so on the on the on the, on the north and the river and the other one gets right the road and the exactly river. so the one gets exactly now you, so so on the north and you, the, the north and east or the or sorry the north and uh, the north and west would be north side is the river west side is the is the road and the south side uh, south and east again the same same idea river, uh river, river, the road. road the question is why can't you divide it is non-diagonally in that way because ah, if you do it non-diagonally then it's not going to be 50-50 it's yeah. going to be 75-25 so this way each one has the equal amount of river bordering his property an equal amount of road bordering his property and equal amount of, uh, of, of, uh, of the road of, of, uh, of, the ro- of the derech of the path yeah. the Omar if he says if the guy said after they divide it in half they divide it by lottery but if the guy says listen it's all the same now these two parts are essentially equal but give me this side on the east side because that's why I have my other field so he could say that here's the principle anytime situation where for one person it's better to do it this way if the other person is all the same you force him to do that because otherwise essentially it's just, just being a difficult for no reason and that's the midah of Sadoim what if you have one of the brothers and the third Ram is talking about a case where the brothers have not yet divided their estate right they're still in the middle of dividing it or partners who are trying to split up a business and they haven't divided it yet so one of the brothers or partners he sells his portion to someone else and says here I'm selling my part of the business my part of this, this estate now you divide with them instead of me they have the right to 
the, uh, kick out this guy who who, who bought the the part. They have they give him to be reimbursed whatever he paid. Give him his money back. Give him a refund. The brothers or the partners. He goes on his way. So that this way they don't have this foreigner among them. They didn't ask for that. So. Um, some would suggest this even if is in, is true of a, of a business that they're dividing its movable property. Right? So they have a you know uh, electronics business, right? So there's it's still it's still it's not clear if that's the case according to Rambam. It's machlekes apparently, but that's where it's that, that's how some want to learn. Okay, halachahe. The lawyer not only that Now of course this guy's going to say, what do you mean? Anyways, you have to divide the property up among ten people. So what's the difference between me and your brother? No. The halacha is, is that they, they have the right to, they, they didn't sign up for this, right? You can't, you can't essentially, you now sell your portion of a business to somebody else, unless, of course, the contract says you can, without the whole other people in the company agreeing. Hey, not only that, someone sells his property, a field, let's say. Somebody else, his neighbor, his immediate neighbor, who's on the, on, 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 who borders his property, to give the buyer the, his money back, the saga is to kick him out. So, for example, if Reuven and Shimon are neighbors, their fields border each other, Reuven sells his property to somebody from across town, Shimon could say, here's your money that you paid to my neighbor, and now I'm taking the field. Essentially, you're, you, you're, you bought the field on my behalf as my agent. The guy who bought it from some, the guy who's from Eroch in this case doesn't mean a non-relative. It means from, from somewhere else. Far away, if he's the shliach, the agent of the Ben Metzer, the Bar Metzer as it's called, the, 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 uh, the neighbor. Whether this, the, the owner of the field sold it himself. Whether he had an agent, a real estate agent sell on his behalf. Let's say the court sold it. The Bezin had a reason to sell it. The guy owed a debt. For whatever reason, the bezin sold on his behalf. But in any event, the the, uh, the, the halacha is this is called in legal law, I believe, I believe the right, right of first refusal. The halacha is you have to sell it to your neighbor first. You have to offer it to him first. Because you do that, the neighbor can come and say, "This is my right to buy first. Here's your money and goodbye." He has the, the, the din of this this uh, privilege of bemetzer, even if he's not uh, whether it was sold by the person himself, his agent, or bezin. I feel even if the buyer who came from a different city, for example, was a tamachacham, and sometimes they're afforded certain privileges. or he was a neighbor, not an immediate neighbor, obviously, but he was like somewhat close. You know, um, you know, he's not a next door neighbor, but he's, he's, you know, he's from the next block. he was a relative even to the uh, seller. Ben and the immediate neighbor is an amaretz, um, and he's he's not a relative. Ben still the neighbor has the first rights to to to, to buy it. And because he didn't sell it him first, he can displace the buyer by giving him his money. And where is this halacha exactly, right? If you learn Chumash very thoroughly, you're not going to find this halacha anywhere. So where does it say this halacha? The Pasuk says, do what's right and just. In general, besides the, the specific mitzvahs, the general obligation to do in social and, and, and economic halachas, what's the right thing? The guy selling this field is all the same. Who cares? Who you, who, as long as they're paying the, paying the same price... Of course, one is going to offer more. It's another story. But if they're paying the same price, you have to sell your field anyways. So the guy from across town has to buy a, wants to buy a field. Whether he buys this field or a field in a different town, he's anyways not buying a neighboring field to himself. So since it's all the same to him, it's better that the person who's the immediate neighbor 
has more of a rights to buy, to have his field all in one location. More than a rachik, the far guy, in this case rachik doesn't mean non-relative, it means far geographically. But the Ram used the word rachik a few lines earlier to mean a non-relative. Here he means rachik uh, geographically distant. So, uh, so, so, so Shuvay is selling this field anyways, better sell to Shimon, who's the immediate neighbor, than, 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 than to sell to somebody else. Because if you sell to somebody else, then somebody else and Shimon both have to go find other properties, uh, buy properties that are not, not, not a neighboring property. At least give Shimon the chance to have a, a property that's next to, his, next to his first property. That's considered right and the, the, the right thing to do. Just and good. Um, yeah. Halacha. Uh, oh, sorry. Continuing. What if you have multiple neighbors, right? You have a bunch of people, you know, that's in this field, and what you guys on each side. You have three people, three pieces of property, and one in the middle. So he has a neighbor on this side, neighbor on that side. So what's the din? They both have equal rights to this field being sold. And it's based, it belongs to both of them based on how many neighbors there are. And they give their money to the, to the buyer, right? So if it's one neighbor on this side, one neighbor on that side, each one has the rights to 50% of the field. If it's four, you divide in four, on all four sides, right? And if it's 10, you have, you have one big piece of property over here, 10 miles long, and then you have next to it 10 pieces of property, each one one mile long. So you have 10 neighbors, and all 10 have a right to the property to divide among them. Who should buy provided they all come forward demanding to buy it or demanding to, to displace the purchaser at one time. If one guy comes forward first and he says, here's your money, Leave, give me the property. Zach Balvada, he alone gets it. Since he's ultimately a, 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 a immediate neighbor. So even though there's other immediate neighbors, they don't have more rights to him, they only have equal rights to him. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if they all come together, it's one thing. But if they don't come together, he, he, he has, he, he, he's the one who first has the schus of this, this, this opportunity to displace the neighbor. And uh, yeah, yeah, okay. So similarly, a few of them come. Some of them are out of town. The people who are here have the right to remove him by giving him the refund. Uh, and they get it. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to say, okay, they're not here. We have to wait till they come back. That's not the case. Since 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 this is a legitimate sale. This is schus that Abban gave the neighbors. So you deal with whoever's present. Someone who sells. Someone who has multiple neighbors on his property. The example was ten neighbors, right? You have a property, a piece of property, ten miles long. You have ten neighbors. Each one boarding the field. He has the right, when he sells it, yeah, we said he has to sell to his neighbor first, right? Mm-hmm. But he has more than one neighbor because he could, he could choose which neighbor, which neighbor. So if he sells to one of his neighbors. For example, also other examples where he has somebody who's not a neighbor. But they, that person is a partner with him in a different business, right? We're not neighbors, but we're neighbors, in a, we're partners in a different, different field. Or in a wine making business, for example. Business. Even he's not partners in real estate, that's okay. The other people, the other neighbors or other partners don't have more rights to him, don't have rights to, 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 uh, um, to buy it. So uh, uh, essentially, you could sell it to a neighbor or a partner. And if you sell it to a business partner who's not a neighbor, that's okay. The neighbor can't displace you. Does that mean the business partner is more legitimate than the neighbor? No, because no. if you sell to your neighbor, the business partner can't displace him either. But you, have a, you can choose whichever one you want to sell to. Um, there are opinions in Allah that a partner can, that a partner can displace a neighbor actually, but that's not uh, that's not the Rambam's opinion apparently. And uh, I mentioned that only because the Rebbe has a very famous sicha 
about Shavuos, about Moshe Rabbeinu giving the Torah to Bnei Yisrael, and the Malachim saying, uh, the Malachim telling Hashem, don't give the Torah to the humans, oh. we're neighbors. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of, t- one of the things is that the Moshe Rabbeinu was, it says Jews are partners with Hashem. Because we say Vayichulu on, on Friday night, it's like we partner with Hashem in creation, so therefore we, Hashem has the right to give it to us instead. That's, that's important to point it out over here. Okay. Halacha Vav. Um, that's actually not the Rebbe's answer. That's a different, uh, different, a different uh, perspective. Okay. The person sells all of his property, at least all of his real estate, simultaneously to one buyer, right? Total business buyout. The guy bought 10 fields, 10 different cities. Suddenly, the neighbors of one of those fields comes to the buyer and says, hey, I'm the neighbor. Here's your money for this field you paid. And leave. He can't do that. Because since he bought that field with other fields simultaneously, the halacha is he gets to keep them all because they, their opportunity to find one buyer who's going to buy out all of your property at once is very rare and therefore, we, have, we, we, we don't want to lose that, that, um, that uh, um, opportunity. Remember, the idea is of doing what's right. If it's all the same, you might as well sell it to your neighbor. But if it's not all the same, that, 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 that falls away. When a person sells this field back to its original owner, he was not a neighbor though, or a person buys from a guy, there's no concept of Ben Because buying it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's considered more right and more just to have the original owner reclaim his field than it is to sell it to the neighbor. Doesn't have the right to purchase. Right. Now, obviously a guy is not obligated to uh, keep the lochus of, of Ben Metzer. That's 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 obvious, but um, but the point is is that um, is that um, um, because the guy is allowed to sell to whoever he chooses, so so too when you buy it from the guy, the other person can't displace you. So we just talked about a case where a Jew buys from a guy, right? So if 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 if, if you have a non-Jewish neighbor and I come and I buy his field. You can't tell me, oh, here's your money, leave, because I, the, the, the reason you can't do that is because I bought from a non-Jewish neighbor. Now, if it's the opposite, instead of selling to my neighbor like I'm supposed to, I sell it to a guy. When a person sells to a guy, instead of his neighbor, now you're going to come to the guy, and you're going to say, here's your money, leave. The guy's going to say, jump in the lake, I don't, I don't follow the Torah, right? So what do you, what's, what's the options? The, the answer is, is that there's no, there are no options, and you cannot displace the guy. But the problem over here is that besides that, this non-Jew may cause problems for his neighbor. So for example, in Torah law, we looked at all kinds of things yesterday in the previous program about what you cannot or can't do to your neighbor, correct? Mm-hmm. For example, you're not allowed to have a pool of water within your neighbor's wall or other things like that. So if a, if a neighborly halacha, the guy is not going to keep, it's going to cause damage to the Jew, and the guy is not going to keep it because the local legal laws of the land don't require it. So, the seller has to be put in excommunication for causing this problem to the neighbor. And he has to stay in excommunication until he formally accepts upon himself that any damage that the non-Jew does to his Jewish neighbor, even though the non-Jew is a law-abiding citizen, but he's doing something that Torah law considers damage, this, Jew, this Jewish, the Jewish person has to accept upon himself to, pre- to prevent that or pay for that damage. Until to, to the point that the non-Jew will... Um, will uh, stop doing this damage and treat his neighbor according to the halachas of the Torah. And anything that the non-Jewish neighbor does that's considered damage according to the Torah, even though secular law allows it, he has to cover the damage that he's causing because he's considered like he's causing by selling to the Jew. If a non-Jew does end up doing any damage to his neighbor 
which is which is which is which is considered um, uh, damaged by Torah law, even though legal law allows it. The the seller who sold to the guy has to pay the Jewish neighbor the damage money because he's essentially considered causing it. That's the, that's the, what he has to accept upon himself, and we force him to follow through with it in the event there is any kind of damage. Yes. Hasichirus. When it comes to a rental, this halacha of the Now, what does that mean exactly? So, there's three ways of understanding this halacha. One way of understanding the halacha is that if um, I rent the property to somebody else, I'm not selling it, I'm renting it, right? That person, the, the neighbor can't protest and say, rent it to me. No, I can rent to whoever I want. If I'm selling it, I must sell to my neighbor. Renting it, I can rent to whoever I want. Another understanding in this halacha is the opposite. Is that if, if my neighbor in the field next to me is a renter, he rents that field from the, you know, the owner. Right? He's a farmer. He knows how to farm land. This guy inherited a piece of property. doesn't know what to do with it. So the skilled farmer rents it. Every year he rents it out for a, for a set fee in cash or for a certain amount of wheat or for a certain percentage of the crop. But he doesn't own the property. He's just renting the property. If that's his status as a neighbor, he doesn't have a right to say, well, if you're selling it, sell it to me first. Right? And in fact, the Rambam is going to clearly tell us that in Halacha Yud Beis, we'll see very clearly that the Rambam holds that, that interpretation, at least it's for sure true. And a third understanding is that, is that if I have a piece of property and I rent it to you, if I choose to say, you know what, I know you, we do this for a long time, you're a steady renter, I'm going to sell you the property. My neighbor can't come along and complain. Because since you and I have a relationship already with mm-hmm. rental, yeah. Yeah. so there's three ways of understanding Halacha. Either it means that, that if you rent the property first for some period of time, you can then sell it to that renter permanently and the neighbor can't complain. Or it means that if, you're, if your neighbor is only there as a rental, he can't complain if you sell it. Mm-hmm. Or it can be if your neighbor is there legitimately because he owns the property, but you're not selling, you're just renting, he can't complain to that either. And that's what Allah will see in Allah base. All right. A person has a field and he uses the field as a security for a loan. Like basically like, a, I guess we call a mortgage, right? Yeah. Like you take a loan off from the bank and the house is the collateral, basically, right? So that's the same thing. And over here, the cases in, 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 in the Ramam's times, in the Gemara's times, you would all, the person who had the property as security, the lender, was allowed to use the property while waiting for you to pay him back. Now, how is that not interest, right? Okay, so there was an arrangement of how that was done and using the property would deduct from the loan. But in any event, I borrowed a million dollars from the bank or from you, right? And then I used my property as collateral. Then you know what I say, you know what, let me sell you the property. I'll sell you the property, then I'll take the cash, I'll pay you back, I'll have extra money, etc. There's no dinner because again, essentially, my neighbor says, I'm a neighbor, so the field is associated to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this guy, the entire field is partially his already because he's, he's already using it as collateral, mm-hmm. as, in, 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 uh, this lender. And therefore, again, there's no concept of the neighbor can't complain. Similarly, the seller is selling a piece of property, which is uh, uh, which is far from his, his other fields or from or from wherever his his main business or location is, to be able to legal re, means redeem, which means repurchase. But in this case, it just means to, to purchase a closer field again, which is a situation where he's pressed to to for the opportunity to not lose it. Where I'm selling an inferior quality field because I want to buy a smaller but 
better quality of field. Again, and you know, it's not easy to sell a poor quality land. If the opportunity comes, I don't have time to go and negotiate with the neighbor. I want to, I want to sell to the first buyer. Guy is selling property to pay back the tax. Right, the IRS wants to put him in jail. He has to quickly sell the property. He's selling the property to have money to pay to pay for a funeral. Or he's selling the property because the father passed away. And the estate, the Ksuba says that the, the estate must, must feed the wife and the daughters. So these are pressing matters. The neighbor can't complain. The buyer gets the property because these are pressing matters and it's good and just to sell it for these purposes. Good. I'm going to explain. Why these cases? Is, is, is the neighbor cannot exercise his rights. All these cases are somebody who's very uh, pressed to sell. The Mishum Charach God Lomayich is selling for big necessity. You tell him by Yeshlo Hamidim Metzuf. You're going to say, "Well, we'll apply the halachas of the neighbor's rights." The Yimtzum Lekeach. The buyer is not going to want to buy. Shmuel is going to say, "Lomayich Charach Lekeach. Why should I buy, bother buying it?" Because she always have a This guy should come and kick me out. Therefore, he's not going to have a chance to buy. Meanwhile, the, meanwhile, the uh, people won't be fed, or the guy is not going to pay his taxes, or the, the person won't, won't be buried. I don't have time to wait for this guy to come. And, uh, and, 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 and and pay for it, right? So we, 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 I'll lose the opportunity to sell it or I'll lose the, I'll, I'll get, uh, the IRS will get upset at me or the person is not going to be buried on time or the daughters won't have their sustenance, yeah? All right, get off. Here's an interesting case. If the buyer says, right, so now what, what happens, right? The, 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 the neighbor, the, the, the buyer from Timbuktu came and bought the property. The neighbor drags him to Bezin and sues him and says, Here, I want to displace him because I have first rights. And the buyer says to the neighbor, The seller sold it to me because of a pressing tax matter. Yeah, he owed money. That's why I'm allowed to buy it. Mm-hmm. And the neighbor says, You're lying. Just to nullify my rights. It's not true. That's the, he, just sold it. he sold it to you because he likes you. But I have first rights. I'm, I'm displacing you. And it's his word against his. We have no proof. If there's no proof, either way, it's his word against his word. The burden of proof is on the neighbor. Only after producing evidence that that was sold illegitimately can he displace him. Because since Matera, biblically, the sale is legitimate, it's just a schosacham gave the neighbor, the burden of proof is upon him. Basically, it's the concept of how much right? The burden of proof is upon the person who wants to extract. If he has no proof, the buyer makes a shvus heses that he uh, knows for certain that the seller sold it to pay taxes or to feed the, the, the daughter or to bury a dead, for example, etc. True Yeah. It means basically an oath, which is not okay. biblical. Okay. Now, what if the, 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 the buyer says, I don't know why he sold it to me, right? I mean, he told me he has a pressing tax matter. I don't have his IRS records. I feel like I have a such and those stuff that says, even if it was a matter of doubt, the buyer cannot be displaced unless the neighbor produces solid proof. Therefore, right? So in other words, if the guy says, I know for a fact he sold it to me because he took the money and I saw him give it to the IRS agents. Fine. What if the guy says, I don't know, right? Still the halacha has to give, has to prove um, uh, his case. Therefore, what happens if the guy buys a field, the neighbor comes and says, here's your money, get lost. I'm the, I'm the neighbor. The buyer says, You're a neighbor? You're not a neighbor. That field you've been in all this time, you stole it. You're not, you, don't, you don't belong here. The artist at the Messiah says, Or you don't really own this field, you're just a sharecropper. You're a renter. Now we see the Ramam in Halacha Chetz. Um, when he mentions renting, he clearly holds that if you're a neighbor by virtue of renting, it wouldn't count. Or you have the field because it's yours based on 
the fact that um, you are a lender and the money, the field is collateral for you. Talk about in, in which case, even though we said that that's a good reason to um, uh, you could sell to that person instead of the, instead of the neighbor. But if the but if, but but, but a neighbor can't say anything. But if the person being sold to is countering, actually saying no, the neighbor he's the one who's the who's the who's the who's the, who has to feel as collateral. Then we best enforces the neighbor to yeah prove you the neighbor. And this is his property. Usually it's not a problem. But most people can prove the property is theirs. They have a star, they have a title, they have witnesses here for three years. Same thing applies to all situations. You don't. A person sells a piece of property to minor orphans, right? And they have maybe even a guy who's taking care of them, but they want the he and therefore it's a, it's beneficial, he believes for them to have the property. Because it's the right it's more right and just to sell to these poor orphans, the minor orphans, maybe they're not poor, maybe they're wealthy, but the point is they're minor orphans than it is to the neighbor. When a person sells to a woman, there's no concept of the owner displacing her. That means that the neighbor can't displace her. Not only that, presumably, okay, no, sorry, even, even there, you're supposed to go to the neighbor first, I think, but if he sells to the woman, he, the neighbor can't displace her, that's the point. Mm-hmm. She's not, the woman's not, not busy in the, you know, in the real estate market, at least not in Hamza Rambam, mm-hmm. they are, right? But busy buying. Since she bought it already, it's that she should keep it, she should not have to go and find new properties. Again, I think, ideally, he should sell the neighbor first. When the woman comes to buy, first ask the neighbor. But because he didn't, it's only right that she gets to keep it. Now, we're talking about a woman who's single. She's single or divorced or widowed. Okay. Because um, otherwise, anytime a person wants to buy a property, they send your wife. <laughs> and, then, and then she'll buy it. And the whole concept will, will fall away. Tesvav. What if it's someone you're not sure if they're a female? He sells to a tumtum, a person who has growth over his genitalia. You don't know what his gender is. Vadragonus, which is a person who has both features and the entire species of such people, is a doubt if they're male or female. Balamets, the owner can. Remove them. It's only a dowry for their women. So in order for them to, uh, uh, the neighbor has to, oh, one second. Sorry, but it's, it's, it's incorrect. It's supposed to say Balametsa and Yachalasak, I, I believe. The neighbor is not able to, to kick them out because the burden of proof is on the neighbor, right? We say the neighbor has to prove that this individual is a female and only after that can he kick them out. And you cannot prove it because this whole species of people who have both features, the halacha is in doubt perpetually whether they're considered males or females. In the case of a tumtum, if at some later date the guy has the person has a surgery and it's produced that he is clearly a male, he could okay. uh, kick him out. Okay, all right. Uh, I yeah. am supposed to meet. Somebody. Okay, no problem. But tazain, you, you, it's uh, fine. I just uh, finish the recording. Tazain, if the property belonged to one of them, and, and the trees belong to somebody else. So it's my piece of property, and you have a building on my property, or you have trees in my property. If the owner of the building or the owner of the trees owns a piece of the property as well, and we learned in this different halachas, if you buy, say, three trees at one shot in a, in, a, in, a tri- in a triangle, you have part of the land as well. Not just not just rights to walk through the field. Everyone has that. You actually own part of the field as well. So. Each one of them is a neighbor to the other. So if I sell my trees, I'm going to sell it to you first. If you sell the field, I get first rights. And if someone else else comes along, we kick them out. If one of them sells his portion, the fellow other person could kick out the buyer. If, however, the owner of the trees or the owner of the building has no rights to the actual land, owner ownership there, 
Rather, any moment that the owner of the property wishes to say, uproot your trees, demolish your, your building, and I could say that. I, did, I haven't said it, but I could. And the owner of the field goes and sells the field. The buyer gets it. The owner of the building or the trees has the right to kick him out. Conversely, however, if the owner of the trees or the building sells his property, the owner of the property could kick out the buyer because he is considered the primary neighbor to the other person. So he has he has the rights to the trees first, but the tree owner has, does not have a right to the field. What about the building? Same thing. He has a right to the building first. The building owner has no rights to the field, however, in this second case. You're my neighboring field, but between us is a large gap of a row of palm trees, a high, high structure, of a chazak, it's a strong structure, not just like, you know, a clubhouse. A guma, or a large groove, ditch, here it's a behind. If you're able to plant uh, even one row of produce in this thing in between. So this is the point you could theoretically join the fields. He's considered a neighbor still and kick the neighbor out, kick the buyer out. He can't do that. He cannot kick him out because this this interruption takes away the halacha of being considered a neighbor. Now all this does not apply to houses. It's not clear, but pashtus does not apply to Rambam. Halachically, it's machlekes uh, whether it applies to homes or not. It certainly applies. All these cases are talking about fields. Uh, the Rambam, so now about a house, right? If, if, it, if the, the, the house, is, you know, is, you can't determine planting wise, right? There's a build, there's, there's a, a structure of a home that may make the home, the whole question of Ben Metzer irrelevant when it comes to buying ha- homes. Uh, you know, Shulchan talks more about that. All right.